Welcome into the Three Putt Golf Pod. I'm your host, Logan Robbins. Today, uh, I have a couple of guys that you haven't gotten the chance to hear from yet. Uh, I've got Chad Tart, Eric Opplinger, and Trey Anderson here with me. We all had the chance to go play the Tanglewood Park Champions course last weekend. Um, just a little bit about the course as a background. Um, it hosted the 1974 PGA Championship um, that was won by Lee Trevino. Uh, and over the course of its history, it's been redone a couple times, most recently just a couple years ago, um, which we'll talk about a little bit. Um, I think what they've done is very good with it. Overall, it's got some growing in to do, and um, I think everybody can pretty much be in agreement with that on, in terms of the turf and something like that. But um, overall, a uh, course that is very popular here in the Winston-Salem area and definitely gets a lot of play from out-of-towners and it is just one that most people have heard of um, in this area. So I uh, want to kick it over to the guys, just introduce uh, real quick um, and say hey to everybody before we get going on this. So Chad, I'll start out with you, buddy. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, excited to uh, start the podcast and talk a little bit and share a little bit about our round, but I'm excited to be here, excited to uh, talk a little bit about Tanglewood. All right, man. And Eric, I'll kick it over to you next. Yeah, uh, excited to talk about our round. Um, it was uh, it was an adventurous one, I think, for all of us, but uh, we all really enjoyed it. So glad to be able to talk about it. And last but not least, Trey. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, looking forward to uh, reminiscing on, you know, uh, an early Sunday and um, – you know, uh, an interesting course, to say the least. Yeah, um, got our number a little bit most of the time. So um, a couple things we're going to touch on before we get into the actual holes themselves and us talking about the course. Um, part of the experience that we're looking at getting here for you is kind of knowing what to expect when you're there. Um, the facilities that are on site and just kind of the feel of the course. But um I'll kind of start us off. I know a big factor in where people want to go play golf has to do with price. Um, I will say that we paid $57 at 7.50 a.m. on a Sunday. So not the cheapest place to go play, um, but I'd be interested to see kind of what uh, the guys' thoughts are on um, value for money on this. So, Trey, I'll kick it back to you and kind of give us your thoughts on what you thought was fair for that, if that was good, high, low, whatever you thought. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Logan. I, to be honest with you, I mean, I thought it was a pretty fair price. Um, you know, the, the course is in uh, pretty good condition. Uh, it's a challenging course too. You know, it's not a you know little you know uh, city or, or town owned course. Um, so obviously, um, that's going to play a factor in the price as well. Um, I mean, for me, fifty seven dollars on a you know a, a, a summer rate morning um, early on the weekend. Uh, at that course, I thought was a pretty fair price. Okay. Uh, Eric, I could get to you real quick. Yeah, uh, I mean, <clears throat> I think $57 is pretty fair. I'm going to have to go with Trey here. I mean, when living in the Charlotte area, you know, if you want to play golf early in the morning on the weekends during the summer, you're going to pay, you know, even more than that, close to $60, $70 anyway. So, I thought it was pretty fair for how good uh, the condition of the course was. Okay. Um, so we'll kind of just hit two people at a time as we do these first couple things. So, uh, Chad, I'll lead you off on this one. 
um, the facilities that they've got out there in terms of like practice green, the clubhouse and driving range. Um, kind of what did you think about that stuff? Did you think that was up to snuff for what you did? And um, kind of give us your thoughts there. Yeah, uh, I would say number one, the driving range needs some work. Granted, I'm not a big if, – if I'm going to hit balls before around, it's not going to be many at all. Um, just maybe to get loose. But uh, the driving range kind of backs into the left side of 18. Uh, but you can't – granted, I wasn't standing on the green, but from the tee box, you have a pretty good angle from it. But you can't really necessarily see where your targets are at. Um, it's just the area around just a little rough. And granted, right now, with everything that's going on, I'm sure keeping up with the maintenance is a little bit more difficult than normal. But uh, I would say the driving range definitely needs a little work, especially if you like to hit the driver um, before a round. Definitely a short range there. Um, but for the facilities, for me, that course has a lot of history. So when you walk into the clubhouse, granted, you know, there's not too many – items or if you're looking to go into a course like that and buy some cool stuff they have some pretty cool stuff like as far as hats I'm a big hat guy but um I actually got a poker chip while I was there but the facilities are normal um it's a little outdated per se but it does have a lot of history so um you can definitely see some cool stuff hanging on the wall and things like that so yeah I, I think that hit pretty spot on um but i'll kick it over to op real quick just if you have anything different no yeah i would <clears throat> i would have to agree i mean the the course is a little outdated so or not the course but the clubhouse so you know it could use a little couple upgrades but like travis saying it's got a lot of history to it and uh one thing i did want to mention uh, i guess for you know people who've never played the courses that since it's a state park uh that you do have to pay a $2 fee to enter the, the park before you go play. So there's something to, to think about before you go play. And if you go right now, they stick a little pole out and expect you to put the $2 or your debit card in there. <laughs> they reach it back in like you have leprosy or something right now. But um, it is, yeah, all, all in all, not too bad. So we'll go ahead and kick it off actually here on the holes themselves and We'll kind of give our favorite holes as we go, chime in about some good shots, bad shots, and then give a score at the end. So, um, Op, I believe you have number one, two, and three. So run us through those, and then we will continue on. Yeah, so uh, number one is uh, – it's one of the easier holes out there. It's uh, pretty – you know, you're sitting on top of a hill uh, for your tee shot. It's 364-yard um, par four from the, from the back, from the tips, the back tees. So, um, you know, if you hit a good drive, you got a wedge in, uh, it's pretty easy. There's some fairway bunkers that definitely come into play. The, um, you know, from the back tees, they're probably about 260 yards out or so. So definitely able to find bunkers, uh, off the tee pretty easily, but, um, I know I did. So, uh, and then green is, uh, you know, it's not, too small but it, um it's not the biggest and it kind of you know ha sits on uh, a little bit of a crown and uh slopes from you know back to front with some some bunkers around it uh but nothing nothing too challenging there um definitely a, a good hole to start on and uh definitely want to take advantage of it because the next few holes after that are not the easiest 
Um, number two is a, is a 490 yard, uh, par four. So they really switch it up there on you, um, making you go from, you know, a, a short par four to probably, I think that's probably the longest one on the course. Um, I think fairway bunkers, just like the first hole or in your, in your landing zone. So even if you hit a good drive, um, you know, if you, if you miss it a little bit, right, you can end up in some, uh, fairway bunkers. Um, and then second shot, you're, you know, most of the time going to have a pretty pretty long iron. I, I think I had to hit four iron. I had like 225 yards from from the fairway to a pretty small green as well. It's surrounded by bunkers. Um, so definitely, uh, definitely one of the harder holes out there. Um, I think on the scorecard it says it's the third handicap. So you better be uh, loose and ready to hit some good shots if, uh, if you want to score well there. Um, and then following that up, uh, number three is a, a, a beast of a par three, um, 235 yards, uh, I think with water kind of, you know, in, you kind of have to carry some water and then it also lines the green to the left. Um, I think the day that Sunday that we played it, it was, Ben was in the back. So it was like 250 yards or 245 yards. Um, so it was not, not an easy shot. Um, I don't think any of us hit the green, <laughs> even though we hit some, some of us actually hit some pretty good shots, but, uh, you know, the green is surrounded by bunkers like most of the holes out here. Um, so it's definitely a, a tough first little stretch you got to go through. Um, you definitely got to be on your A game starting off the round. I tell you what, man, I hate number three. <laughs> Both times that we've played it together, it has taken my lunch money. I made a six and a five, and the second time I had a five, I didn't even feel like I hit a bad shot, but it's just very tough start. So uh, we'll continue moving on. Uh, Chad has four through six, so take us through it, buddy. So <clears throat> four is a 418 par four. Um, it's not a handicap. Uh, it's a little bit challenging just because – it's tight on the right. If you're like myself, I, I tend to fade it. Um, I think we all ended up there on the right um, in that tree line. Ideally, you like to carry it toward the center, and it, it goes downhill, but then you have an uphill shot to the to the green. So, And you have three bunkers surrounding the green there, so that makes it a little bit challenging. I want to say the pin was in a pretty tough location, um, closer to the right-hand side on that upslope. So it forced you to get it above that ridge. If not, you're rolling down. But um, I know I managed to give myself a double there. But we all were right there. Um, I think Trey ended up having some issues finding this ball. But um, it's a tough hole. Um, it makes you take calculated shots. And if you're like me, sometimes a calculated shot doesn't work out for you. So uh, definitely, definitely a fun hole to play. Uh, the fifth hole – or yeah, the fifth hole is probably one of one of my favorites on this course. Um, it's just a challenging hole in general. So um, you got a tee shot, you got to carry some bit of water. But this the fairway here is the most challenging. The fairway slopes from right to left directly in the water. So if you were to draw it in there anywhere on the left hand side of the fairway, more than likely you're wet. Um, the idea would be you know maybe hit a fade or hit to the top. Um, so it would hold in that fairway. But um, on this one, I kind of 
didn't make solid contact with my drive, but I had about 176, 100, probably 170 yard shot, probably one of my most solid iron shots of the day. Um, ended up walking out three putting for a bogey there. But um, like, again, you have an uphill shot from the fairway uh, surrounded by bunkers. So that makes it a little bit challenging. And then the six hole um, is a 374 yard par four. Um, it, it plays, it's not that tough a hole. Um, you just got to make sure if you hit it down the center, um, you're usually okay. Now there are some bunkers there to the left. Um, that is depending on how far you hit can, can play into some trouble there, but, um, overall decent hole. You do have sand around the green again. I will say the sand here at Tanglewood is challenging. Um, the bunkers for not being raked, they're always in pretty decent condition. Um, especially the past couple times we play it, they play tough. So, uh, but all around a solid hole and it's a manageable par four. I bogeyed here. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Six is an interesting one. I think both times we played it, I ended up in that bunker and had to hit a half 52 degree wedge into the green. And um, one thing that we'll, that I, I think I want to bring up now and kind of touch on is I think we all experienced it was the way that these greens hold or don't hold in certain like situations is pretty interesting. And yeah, I struggle like, with that. I hit yeah. a lot of flyers. Yeah. And you've got to, you've got to land it short and let it roll. Um, the greens are just still so new. I don't think they're grown in quite as deep as they one day will be and become soft, but uh, I'll let the other guys talk on it as they go. But I think we all hit a, a shot or two that had that effect to it. So um, we'll move on to another uh, pretty long par three on number seven and Trey, take us through the end of the front nine. Yeah, so number um, seven is a 198-yard par three, which, um, as you can kind of see, all the par threes are a little longer here, um, you know, than you typically see on a on a course there. Um, you know, interesting um, pen placement for us. It was kind of a back right pen, uh, which is kind of a narrower part of the green um, there on uh, Sunday. Uh, but that green is covered by bunkers, so um, – I think uh, – I don't know if any of us at the green. Um, I know Chad and I both missed to the right. Um, but it, truthfully, a pretty straightforward par three. Um, you just got to have a good tee shot um, and, and get on that green because uh, otherwise you're going to be chipping from a bunker, um, you know, unless you just, you know, completely pull it or hook it there. Um, number eight, though, um, first par five of the course um 580 yards um you know long straight um <laughs> you gotta have a, lot, a couple good shots to get there in two um I don't think any of us got there in two I think we were all kind of well not on the green at least in two um but uh the, again another common theme here is is the greens are covered um with bunkers um or protected I guess would be the better word there um bunkers all around on this one you got uh probably about 80 to 90 yards out you've got a massive bunker um and then bunkers on all four corners of the green as well um if you can put together a couple good shots i mean it's definitely a birdable hole um you know but uh again you got to stay out of the sand to have a chance at that 
Um, you do have some fairway bunkers to the right as well um, off your tee shot. So uh, I think you got to carry it about 270 or so to get over those, um, you know, if, or not get over those because, again, they are just off to the right. But uh, if you're going to the right, you need to carry it about 270 to get through them. Heading to nine, um, it's got to be my least favorite hole. And um, I think, you know, a couple others might agree with that one. Um, it is a 435-yard um, uphill dogleg to the right. Um, you're pretty much guaranteed a uh, tough second shot no matter where you land, um, just from the way the ground slopes. Um, and then you've got a, a narrow green um, probably only I don't, not too wide of a green um, that again is covered by bunkers. Um, you got the first tee behind it as well. So a little intimidation there as the groups, you know, line up to tee off and they're watching you come in on nine. Um, but again, a challenging hole. I, I think I tripled it. Um, couldn't, couldn't do anything on, you know, right on that hole. Um, but a fun golf hole, don't get me wrong. I mean, you, you got to, Got to hit him well on that one. All right. So uh, easy, quick front nine there. Um, definitely was not easy, but our recaps were. Um, so want to uh, kind of get your guys' opinion on just a couple quick things now that we're actually playing the course. Um, and I'll start back with you, Trey. Um, what did you think in terms of the playability of it once you were out there? And what was your favorite hole? I mean, as far as playability, I mean, it's – there's uh, – I mean, you got to watch out for some water. But other than that, I mean, you can pretty much find every shot. Um, I don't think we lost too many balls, um, you know, if any, really. Um, so that's obviously a positive, you know, thing. Uh, I thought it was a pretty fair course, to be honest. Um, I guess the thing that, you know, I really like about this course is you've – you've got to use every club in your bag. I mean, literally every club from, you know, every iron to your wedges. Um, you got to be able to get off the tee box too. Um, so I, that's the part that, you know, for me is I don't want to go to a course where, you know, hey, uh, it's just driver and then, you know, wedge in. Um, I want to, you know, have some of those longer iron shots and, you know, kind of work on your whole game. Um, you know, that's, the challenging part is, you know, what we all crave, even though we might not have a skill at times to, you know, to hit some of those shots. It's that's the part I like the most about it is, is you have to use every club in your bag there. I would definitely agree with all of that. Um, and I don't think any of us had too great of a score on that side, but um, kick off the backside with a little bit better of a story. Um, Eric, we will lead off with you again on the first three holes. And uh, you had a uh, great hole on number 10. So tell us about it. Uh, yeah, so number 10 is a uh, – it's pretty short, uh, par four, 377 yards. Um, it's a little bit of a blind tee shot. You got to hit um, over a hill. The green sits down and to the left. Uh, it's a little bit of a dog leg left. Um, I probably hit one of my worst drives of the day, actually, and popped it straight up. Ended up in between a, a set of trees that are out in the middle of the fairway, or just left of the fairway. Um, and ended up uh, hitting, you know, probably my best shot of the day. With, <laughs> following up my worst shot with one of my best shots. Uh, 
having to hit a high cut around the trees that I was stuck behind, uh, ended up hitting that to like eight feet and made, made I think the only birdie of the group all day. Um, so, uh, but it's a relatively simple hole. There's nothing too crazy about it. Just there's some bunker. I think there's, uh, some bunkers down on the right, uh, right side of the fairway. And then, um, a couple on the right side of the green. Um, but nothing, nothing too crazy there. Um, relatively easy hole to start the backside. So, uh, hopefully you can get off to a good start there. Um, moving into 11, uh, it's a pretty straightforward par three. It's slightly uphill. It's 190 yards. Um, I think our tees are, were up a little bit, um, Sunday and it was playing like 185 or 181 or something like that. Um, but you got bunkers, uh, on all sides of the green, you know, short right, I think pin high left and um, on the backside. Uh, got a pretty severe slope. Um, you know, it's a two-tiered green. Uh, you got a pretty severe slope going from back to front. Um, I think Sunday it was on the back, on the, you know, the upper tier. So you had to hit a pretty good shot to make sure you got it all the way back there. Um, moving into 11. Um, 11 is probably, or excuse me, a 12 is probably my least favorite hole on the course. Uh, played it, played the course twice now, and I have made double bogey both times. Uh, it's a 481-yard dogleg right. Um, doesn't necessarily play that long because it's a pretty severe dogleg. Um, you can cut the corner if you need to. Um, but the the green is the trickiest part. You know, it it's kind of sits in between like two levels. So I think it's uh 13 T boxes kind of above you and to the right and the pretty severe hill. And then there's the green on a flat top. And then the left side of the green is just like a huge drop off. And if you miss the green, if you miss the green, right. Um, even if you hit a pretty decent wedge shot, just, just cause the greens aren't holding, um, holding shots very well. I like, for instance, I hit my, second shot um you know on the right side of the green thought I hit a pretty good wedge shot and the ball just kept rolling ended up going down to the down into the left side of the um off the green and ended up you know flubbing my chip shot once I got down there and had to you know try and get out off that hole as fast as possible so definitely my least favorite hole on the course but uh it's definitely uh, pretty challenging as well yeah, I hate to bring up that scar tissue for you, but <laughs> watching your reaction when that ball <laughs> kept on rolling, I felt so bad. Me and Eric were playing like a little mini match play, and uh, I thought I was still in it at that point, but uh, yeah, that was brutal. Just the same thing I was saying earlier, the ball just rolls and rolls and rolls, so you got to be ready for that when you go out there. So um, turn it over to Chad. He'll take us through 13, 14, and 15. Yeah, so uh, 13 to me is, I think, uh, the last time uh, we played it. It's one of the more forgettable holes for me. Uh, there's nothing that kind of stands out to me about it. Um, but it's a 400-yard par four. Uh, kind of the green's a little to the left once you get in the fairway, but it's nothing substantial. But um, there is a fairway bunker out there right at like 270 yards. So if you don't catch one clean, it could come in trouble. Um, I actually ended up right there to the right of it. Um, yeah, I had a – don't have a nine. That's a different story for a different time. But I hit a, hit a choke down eight and flew the green. 
uh, and then I had to chip up and, and two putt there. But um, the green, for the most part, it's it's a larger green, and you have sand to the right. So um, you do have a little room for air there to the left. But for me, it was just one of the more forgettable holes. Still, still a solid hole, but um, nothing to really bring home. 14 is probably my favorite on the course um, just from the shots that it forces you to take. And it's a severe dog leg to the right. It's a par five at 614 yards. So off the tee box, if you catch it clean, you, depending on what club you use, you could carry the fairway there. But I think everybody ended up taking pretty decent tee shots there. Um, I actually ended up getting in the sand. And the funny thing about that, this hole is there's out-of-bound markers that wraps around. So 15 runs directly adjacent to it. So if you do, you do hang it to a right a little bit so it is out of bounds. But I ended up taking a hybrid out of the sand, which is, looking back, probably a poor choice. But I actually caught it clean and somehow got it out of there. But I ended up right uh, close to the uh, kind of like – the area probably a couple hundred yards in front of the tee box on 15. Um, but I managed to squeeze out a par here, but by far with the fairway bunkers and the way that this course is, this hole specifically is laid out. It's one of my favorite. And then you're green there, um, pretty open, but it's also surrounded by bunkers. So it forces you to hit a pretty tight shot in there. 15. Um, it's a solid little par four. It's definitely a birdie hole um, just from the sheer distance of it. So it's a 387 par four. Um, everybody hit pretty decent shots here as well. But you do have, I think, four bunkers right there in the fairway that if you catch a good roll or you, you pull it left or kind of fade it off to the right, you could definitely get caught up in some of those bunkers. So that it, it does make it challenging. And then, of course, as always here at Tanglewood, you got sand around the green. Um, but definitely, definitely a fun hole. I managed to, to squeeze out a par here. Um, I think some of the others as well. I think this is actually where Op took the match from you, Logan. I could be wrong, but um, definitely a manageable hole. It was fun. Um, and that's it. Yeah, Op closed me out. I had a putt looking at a first par in a while, sadly. Um, but Op drained one to close me out. So first match play I've ever done lost that pretty handily so sorry it wasn't more competition even though our stroke scores were within two of each other I got closed out four and three so um we will kick it over to Trey who will take a 16 to 18 wrap it up and tell us about a good shot he had on 18. Yeah so we kind of go from uh, as Chad was saying a manageable <clears throat> par four on 15 to a uh, um, you know, the opposite and, you know, a, a very challenging um, par three on 16, um, 243 yards. Um, I think it was playing a little bit longer than that that day. Um, but it is a, a very slight downhill. Um, but you've got bunkers, of course, around the green. You got water to the left as well. Um, kind of a little, you know, where the tee boxes are is a little narrow. Um, but just an extremely challenging hole, um, you know, for a lot of people, just because, again, you don't have a, you know, a club, you know, in that ballpark if you're, you know, like me. Um, one person who does have a club, though, is, you know, Eric. And, you know, first time we played a couple months ago, nearly had a hole-in-one here, um, you know, did tap in for birdie. Um, just an incredible shot there, but a, a very tough, um, 
know, par three, just simply because of the distance. And then again, you know, bunkers around the green. Um, and then it heads into 17. Um, it's a slight dog, dog leg left. Um, 456 yard par four. Um, fairway bunker to the right where you're driving. Um, so you do have to watch out from that because obviously that can make a, a tough second shot in um, to, again, you know, more bunkers covering the green. Um, pretty big green, though, on 17. Um, that's, you know, one thing I will say is you got to pay attention to the flags. Um, you know, they've got red, yellow, and uh, blue flags, if I remember correctly, you know, indicating, you know, front, uh, middle, or, or back pen. Um, you know, as Logan touched on earlier, the, the greens are still uh, – you know, coming in and a little tough to hold. So, um, you know, knowing the distances in is, is pretty important to, to getting it close to the pen there. Um, again, overall though, not, not a, you know, crazy hole there. Um, you know, that heads into the finishing hole number 18. Um, it is a 435 yard par four. Um, so again, one of the, you know, on the shorter end, as far as the, you know, distance is concerned at Tanglewood. Um, you do have the driving range to the left, um, as Chad mentioned earlier. Um, so that is one thing to, you know, you are going to want to watch your ball pretty closely because, you know, there are quite a few range balls that usually find their way onto, you know, the 18th fairway where you're landing. So definitely something to keep in mind on the tee box there. Um, the tees were up a little bit for us, um, this time compared to the first time we played. Um, so it wasn't playing as deep, um, this time, um. But, you know, as Logan mentioned, uh, you know, a good hole for myself. Um, had a nice drive and then uh, took a pitching wedge to about four feet. And, um, you know, being that Eric's a better golfer than I am, I wanted him to have the only birdie on the day and um, decided to miss mine just to the right, um, tap in for par to finish and, you know, give him the, the uh, honor of having that only birdie there uh, on a Sunday morning at Tanglewood. So, um, that green is elevated um, quite a bit from the fairway, um, again, with bunkers around it. So, um, and on top of that, it's a two-tiered, um, you know, green as well. So, uh, on that particular hole, Eric, you know, went long to the bunker. And it's, you know, if you go long, it's an impossible shot, you know, to, you know, hold that green there with the chip on. So, um, it's like that on a few of the greens there. That's, again, what makes it, you know, a, a fun and interesting course is, you know, takes a lot of skill, you know, around those greens. Just so we're clear, I, I, Trey, you hit that putt three times, I think, and then made the fourth one. I'm not sure what you're talking about, to be honest, Logan. <laughs> um, I, I would just team guy is the way I would put it. Uh, but yeah, guys, so that, that's the back nine. I mean, it's got some, Really good holes. Um, it's got some holes that are a little bit more mundane. But overall, I mean, it's a good challenge. So um, i like to wrap this up with everybody here in just a second. But real quick, um, we'll go to um, Eric on this one. Um, what would you say your favorite hole was uh, on the backside? Um. I would say my favorite hole is honestly probably the as far as just aesthetically is probably the the par three number sixteen. Uh, obviously, a couple months ago when we played there, I had a great shot and was able to almost hole it out from two hundred and forty yards. So have some good memories there. But just it's you know it's a scenic little hole. You got you know 
um, water down into the left and to, you know, just an eye-catching hole. So that's probably my favorite on, on the backside. Um, and obviously my least favorite is number 12. So we just won't talk about that one anymore. <laughs> I mean, uh, like Trace, 18 did that to you too. So you got hit a couple times on that one. Um, so, guys, just to uh, wrap this up, the last thing we've got to do on this is give it a score. Um, and just again to kind of remind everybody, since it's been a couple weeks since we did an episode, um, our scores will kind of be reflective of potential courses that we could play and giving it like an overall ranking uh, as such. So anything uh, eights is going to be really good. Nines is very good, incredible. Ten probably doesn't exist. So with that in mind, I'll lead off with Chad. Kind of tell me what you would rank it, and we will put that in. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go with the 8.3. Surely because of the challenge of the course, the course is in great shape, um, and it makes you take a lot of selective shots like Trey said earlier, you have to play with that big club in the bag and you have to be solid around the greens. Um, I can't tell you how many putts I had that were flirting with the, the edge of the cup. And then there, that last putt on 18, that my par putt literally sat on the edge of the cup. Um, but <clears throat> it's challenging. The greens are phenomenal. They are fast. So it forces you to, as you said, you know, hit your, hit your chip there a little shorter and let it, let it roll up. But, Overall, just a fun course. Definitely want to go back out there and play it again, see if I can post a better score. Um, but I'm going to stick with 8.3. All right. Trey? Yeah, I think I'm going to go um, – I would say 7-1, 7-2, somewhere in that. Um, you know, I agree with everything Chad said, um, you know, and – kind of what I echoed earlier, you know, it's a challenging course. You got to use every club in your bag. Um, but again, for me, you know, the score should reflect everything, you know, that the golf course should, you know, offer. And, and I think, uh, you know, overall the golf product was good. Um, as mentioned, you know, the clubhouse might be a little outdated. Um, not having, you know, the cart service, you know, for drinks, uh, snacks, whatever, you know, during the round, I think, uh, especially in the summer, that should be something every course is offering. Um, you know, so I think it's a couple point, uh, you know, a couple decimal points lower, um, you know, for me because of that stuff. Um, again, the clubhouse being a little outdated, um, nothing crazy there. Again, the golf product itself, uh, I love the course. Um, but again, we're grading, you know, overall on everything there. So, um, you know, a couple things there, like I said, the card service, um, you know, maybe a couple, uh, you know, a little remodel of the clubhouse, um, you know, just make it a little more modern. Um, you know, for me, it would push that over an eight. Okay. And Eric? Yeah, I'd probably uh, kind of follow Trey there. I'd probably give it like a 7.5. Um, you know, I, I think he's kind of spot on there. The, the, the course is, um, as far as the golf is, you know, it's, it's everything you want as a golfer. It's got, you know, every shot, you, you, you know, every shot um, out there that you need to hit. But, um the facilities could be a little nicer um so you know it kind of brings it down a little bit but um you know it's I've played it I think I've played the course three times now and 
um, it's definitely, you know, one of my favorites going back to um, in the area. So 7.5 is, I would say, pretty, um, pretty spot on for me. Yeah, I'll agree. I, I was going to say 7.5 as well. Um, those little things, like we said, just can make it that much better. Um, I think as it sits, the grass will grow in better, um, won't be quite as bouncy, and that'll make it just that much more playable too for the average person and getting that spin that uh, amateurs usually need to kind of make their scores a little bit better. So, um, guys, that's that's a wrap on it. That gives it a 7.6 uh, overall rating, which is – that's a good score. I don't want you to think like – again, I don't want you to think like a, a high school or college grade – like a 76 out of 100, I think it's 7.6 is still a very good course. Um, so with that, guys, if uh, anybody has anything else, I kind of give the floor to you. But um, I will just go ahead and lead off and say that I appreciate you guys coming into town um, and being kind of the host for this one, just having living in Winston-Salem right now and had a good time playing. And hopefully next time the golf's a little bit better for me and uh, provide a little bit more. Uh, competition to op and you guys and maybe do some more match play type things and enjoy some more courses so guys uh, again i appreciate it uh thank you for listening everybody um you can find us at the three putt golf pod on instagram uh see some pictures of the course and um, please give us a uh, share and a like uh, five stars everything you can um on apple podcasts or whatever your platform is that you're listening on that will help us continue to grow and get bigger and uh maybe get in front of some more people and uh, show some golf courses off that uh we have been able to play so uh with that that's a wrap on this week's episode and we'll see you next time